DTS 62, patch 2.0 arrived, we played some new multiplayer, and the Taken King, it's right around the bend. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What is good, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon, and welcome to Destiny the Show. Number 62. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Diddy. How are you doing today, man? Doing very well. Really hyped about Taken King and 2.0 changes. Yeah, it was a good week. Uh, what'd you play? Obviously, Destiny. <laughs> Obviously, Destiny. The only game I played and touched this week was Destiny, and it was just all 2.0 changes, and it was a ton of fun. A lot of streaming, a lot of support from the streams. Mm-hmm. Thank you to all the new followers, those who donated and just showed support and love. It means a lot. It's cool. You know, I wish I could be there more often. I'm at work most of the time when you're streaming, but sometimes on my breaks, I, I hop in and it looks like you guys are having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, we are. We try and get some viewers in as well. So, yeah, thanks to everybody who came out last week. And if you're listening to this now, um, if it if the Taken King has come out, by the time you're listening to it, the chances of us being live on Twitch right now are very high. I'll be stwe- streaming, 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 <laughs> Taken King content all day, every day, the whole week. And then you better believe it, once the Raid King's Fall comes out on Friday, you better believe we're jumping down and taking, it, taking out Oryx as soon as possible and all weekend. So, oh man, it's going to be awesome. A lot of Destiny coming. Super looking forward to it. As a quick snapshot of what's coming up on today's show, we've got things to talk about, about, um, about, about, let's see, we're both doing it now, some subclass changes that happened with patch 2.0, we're going to be going over the weekly update, we're going to talk about our feedback to patch 2.0, regarding King's Fall, we know what the raid weapons are, as well as the raid armor, there's new consumables that are tied to the raid, as well as some questions we're going to answer from, it came from Twitter. Without wasting any more time, let's hop into the news. First up in the news, as usual, the weekly update came out this Thursday, and uh, I, I've the last couple weeks I've not been paying that close attention to the weekly update just because we've kind of known what it was going to be. <laughs> uh, right. But big surprise, the live-action Taken King trailer released a few days ago. Oh my gosh, it's really well done, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that action sequence in there is really nice i'll uh hold off any spoilers in case you haven't seen it it's not very long but it's worth watching i don't know if it is the same director who directed the live action ad that came out last year the director who did that was joseph kaczynski that's the live action trailer from last year he's the guy who directed tron legacy so he's kind of a big name and it looked like (laughs) his style again so i might assume he did it as well uh visually it gave way to the thought hey a destiny short film for the fans i would love to see this Yes, please. A la kind of what Halo has done. I can't remember what it was right before Halo 4. What was it? Forward Unto Dawn? Was that what the series... Forward Unto Dawn, yep. Yeah, that was a really nice thing. And then they did Halo Nightfall before Halo 5 last year. So I didn't get through Nightfall. I heard negative reactions kind of across the board. (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't watch it either, but I just know that it is available if we want to watch it. I was too busy crying about Master Chief Collection not working. (laughs) My, My Halo hype was just burning in a 
big fiery flame. Uh, so the live action trailer is linked on our website or on the weekly update. Hey, a soundtrack is going to be arriving soon. Yes. On September 15th, oh my gosh. dude, the Taken King this soundtrack. It's going to be releasing. I, mean, I am so pumped for this. I'm sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, it's but fine. It's, it's, it includes Dark Below and House of Wolves music. And that's amazing because, you know, Marty O'Donnell happened, all that legal crap. And then they're finally releasing a soundtrack for us. And as a musician who wants to arrange Destiny music, yes, finally. I have high quality versions of it. Finally. It's going to be amazing. It's interesting that, you know, on the cover art, it shows House of Wolves, Dark Below. This kind of ties into what we talked about last week in the show topic regarding Marty O'Donnell's lawsuit. Do you think that has to do with the lack of, you know, vanilla or year one music? There may be year one music in there, by the way. So, yeah, I mean, it's possible. We just we don't know, but it's coming. So I can't really complain about that. Yep. Michael Salvatore does a great job. And from what we heard in the update for 2.0, that new menu music, I Mm. like the direction. Yeah, it's more gritty, deep, complex, uh, how would you describe it? Just that feeling or tone on the title screen. The tone is darker. It feels a little bit more evil. And they actually talked about this in the Bungie Weekly Update. You know, as the game evolves, and we said this last week in the podcast, as the game evolves, so does the music, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the tone that the game content is going with Dark Below House of Wolves and now Taken King with Oryx coming to seek vengeance on the Guardians because we killed his son. Spoilers alert. And... <laughs> It's just like it's darker and it's going to be more intense and I like it. Totally. The PVP preview event was all this last week. If you are listening on Monday, you have one day to continue playing Destiny 2.0 PVP on Taken King maps as well as Taken King game modes, those being Rift and Mayhem. I thought it was a really creative, cool idea to let everybody in the Destiny player base try out these new maps and the new game types. I think there's another new game type that we've sort of data mined through metals. Um, in fact, there will be another game type, and certain metals have alluded to that. We don't know what it is, but Rift, Mayhem, Clash, a lot of fun to play this last week. We'll give our feedback and the topic later today. Um, but just off the cuff, what did you think of the preview event for PvP, the new maps, that kind of stuff? I liked most of the new maps. Not all of them, which, you know, it's expected. Uh-huh. Um, especially for rift some of those maps <laughs> some of those maps are um, very close quarters and for a game type like rift it's very objective and team oriented if you go in with a bunch of randoms against a crew of people who know what they're doing and coordinating you don't have any chance in yeah. Rift. absolutely not mercy rule every single time i know i uh, we rolled some games with the pineapple boy crew mercy before heavy ammo spawned every single game like seven games in a row and it was it was intense and rift is a ton of fun when uh you're on the winning side totally and to clarify the pineapple boys you guys were beating them and getting the mercy so i know that i played with sassy and azure last night and it's a completely different experience rift when you have teammates who know what they're doing we did not lose a rift game last night at all it was <laughs> I really love that game mode when you have teammates, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. Patch 2.0 did release, so the new uh, balance changes, things to the UI, the overall questification of Destiny. We have talked about Patch 2.0 in a previous show. We've talked about it for the last few weeks. We cannot go over all the changes. We've done that before. 
and it takes a lot of time. So if you want to know more about Patch 2.0 and the specifics, you can listen to our previous show on Patch 2.0, which will be linked on our website. Or you can check out Diddy's stream highlights where you went over the patch notes and explain things a little bit more in depth because the patch notes that released, uh, as always, give a bit more information as to what really happened. Yeah, I mean, I went over it as I was downloading a 2.0 update. I was like, here's something to do. Let's go talk about the the patch notes. So twitch.tv slash Destiny the Show, and you see highlights there that portion will be highlighted on our Twitch page. Exactly. There are a few things I want to highlight. Intel strength and discipline are displayed in tiers. And so you'll see these little four tick bars, and those are the tiers that you can achieve with your five gear. Five tick bars. Or is there five? I could only see mm-hmm. four. Yep. So you There could... are five tiers. Wow. Well, tier zero, tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four. Gotcha. And the way it works is if you are below a tier, it, um, it basically works in segments. Instead of it being this nice arc you know in in year one if you had uh 65 intellect right that would actually affect the timing of this if you don't hit the tier you don't get the timing of that tier could you elaborate mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having a hard time i guess yeah so for it. example say i don't know this is not exact right say your grenade cooldown is a minute and 30 seconds that's just with zero stats right mm-hmm. you actually have to get about like 20 or 30 points in discipline to reach tier one again these are not exact and then once you hit that tier one you will get 15 seconds shaved off anything in between that you don't get 5 10 12 seconds shaved off no it's nothing like that you actually have to hit the tier with the uh, intellect discipline or strength stat and then you get those added bonuses for the reduced cooldowns. Yeah, perfect. Well explained. Better than I could do. So the next thing I wanted to mention also were recovery times. So from the patch notes, increased recovery stat time at low end by one second and reduced high end reduced timer by two seconds. These were renormalized recovery stat effects to make a more compelling character stat choice. Okay, long story short. Recovery, when you actually prioritize recovery, when you're customizing your build, matters more. Recovery time is less than it was before, and this plays a huge role in PvP, making survivability um, a lot more viable. I really enjoyed this factor. Being able to have your shields recharge at a quicker rate in terms of that time when you've had it depleted before it starts recharging, that is noticeable big time in fact i think that's the first real tangible thing that i just started you know really keeping an eye on in my pvp games was that faster recovery time and i I loved it diddy did you notice it i really did too yeah because before you know armor recovery and agility whenever you went into pve it's pretty apparent which one you want. You want you want a little bit more armor, so you're a little bit more durable, right? Yep. And then depending on if you're running or if you want to be a little bit of a tank, you would do agility or recovery. In PvP, if you prioritize armor, right, it's like mm-hmm. a 10-point difference between, and that's not a lot. Mm-mm. It's just a 10-point difference between low-end and high-end, something like that. That's yeah. not exact, right? Maybe mm-hmm. it's 20 or 30. Uh, but anyways, it's not that big of a difference. But, you know, the shield recovery rate huge now because prioritize recovery you will survive a lot more fights fights right and you can actually get into the fights a little bit quicker because uh, you know keeping one person's shield down is uh, a huge part of um, maintaining map control right if you can get somebody's shield down you can basically remove them from the fight Mm -hmm. for just a few seconds but now with recovery time up a little bit then 
uh, allows for a little bit more quicker paced engagements. Plus, when somebody escapes, it's a bigger deal. Like I noticed I could get away. F- I'd want to get away from gunfights that are, I was losing more often because I could dash behind this corner. And by the time that guy pursued me, there's a good chance my shield will be three quarters, if not full up. I really like the dynamic of this. Gunslinging hunters, golden gun damage has been increased to 360 from 350 to make sure that it constantly kills people. There's no chance of it not killing somebody. What does that difference of 10 damage make as an experienced hunter, Diddy? Um, is it a safeguard? Is it just a little bit, a bit more of a buffer? It's, it's just a little bit safer, right? Yeah. Because golden gun does have damage fall off, um, so it. Um, increases the range of the effectiveness of gunslinger uh, of golden gun mm-hmm. and um whenever like a titan or a warlock is using their super a uh, fist of havoc or nova bomb they gain defensive stats right so it yeah. just makes golden gun a little bit more reliable in terms of um those situations where you should have killed that striker right as he's yeah, fist exactly. of panicking yeah, exactly. And I think um, they did nerf the Ram helmet as well. So Sunsing is Radiant Skin and Max Armor and the Ram. I still think they can survive a Golden Gun shot. Uh, probably not. Uh, but that could happen before. And I can't. I couldn't really tell because I didn't see a lot of Rams this past week. So Okay. And Blade Dancer yeah. changes. They got a few nerfs, correct? Uh, blink, Yes. And um, the, ooh, what's it called? Not the orb generation, though. They actually increased the orb generation, didn't they? Oh, you mean the arc bolt and the blink as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the, the entire subclass itself. Like, the arc bolt grenades, uh, the damage was reduced by 25%. That's actually pretty substantial for arc bolt grenades. Uh, the range was reduced also by 11%. Uh, additionally when you blink now and i really like this uh there's this new visual on screen that makes it easier to see the direction of the blink when they're in the air they leave a little trail would you call it like a sparkle trail behind them yeah they do i liked it i think it looked pretty nice as a side note blink got a baby nerf um in the fact that after you've landed from your blink it takes just about a second longer for you to ready your weapon Now, you still can blink shotgun people, but it is (laughs) a little bit harder. There is a timing window where the player who's on the ground has a little bit of an advantage to actually get the shot off. It's still, it's pretty small. I won't speculate if it was good or bad. Like, obviously, I think it's good. I think blink shotgunning is a frustrating strategy to deal with, but I don't, you know, it's still easy to do to other players. Does that make sense? Yeah, and the Blade Dancers, they still have the quick draw perk as well, which readies weapons a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. So blinking, shotgunning with quick draw is now the norm. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, it's it's basically um, putting it back where it was before 2.0, okay. but you have to be using that perk. And there was a change to the Titan to where Fist of Havoc Shockwaves and Arc Blade Razor's edges uh, can't penetrate through Ward of Dawn. So when you bubble those shockwaves or at the razor's edge can't go through the bubble. That seems like a good change. It almost seems like they buffed the strength of um, Ward of Dawn as well. Two golden gunshots couldn't take it down in PvP really? anymore. Yeah, oh, wow. it's like, I don't know if it was just my connection, but it seems like I couldn't uh, burst that bubble with two golden gunshots. But test that this week. That's interesting if that's the case. Yeah. I think, yeah, we'll have to test it. I know I was able to blow it up with my Nova Boom Boom, but... 
<laughs> Warlock changes. Strength of the Ram um, has basically been reduced. So the armor bonus perk was reduced from five to three, which is really nice. Uh, Sunsingers, if you self-rezzed, you were given a free orb upon respawn. That is no more. And Fireborn Sunsingers must now successfully kill to spawn orbs. There were some glitches with self-rezzing, and you'd automatically <laughs> just give a free orb to your teammates when you'd self-rez, which it doesn't sound like a lot, but in Trials of Osiris in a tight match... Oh, yeah. It can matter. It can definitely matter. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for the new subclasses, dude. So excited. It's going to be good. Tuesday. I mean, by the time most people are listening to it, we'll answer which one we're playing first. And it came from Twitter. Next piece of news are the King's Fall Raid gear, weapons, and challenges. So off the bat, I want to just... What did the raid armor pieces look like when they're all together? And then we'll talk about the challenges. And I'm really excited to talk about the new consumables. So... What do they look like, Diddy? They look awesome. Uh, that's my only. That's my only description. Bone I just, I, dinosaurs. Yeah. that's what I think. The, the Titan looks like bone a bone dinosaur, dinosaur, don't you think? Oh my! Or, or like a Silent Hill enemy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! This is like uh, Dark Souls boss dif- uh, level of detail. Mm-hmm. That Titan helmet, just he just looks like a big rhinoceros. Yeah, you do. You think it's all bones of Yao archetype, you know? All mm-hmm. bones of what are those Ahamkara? Yes. Do you think we'll see Ahamkara in this? No. Okay. No. Two hunter cloak though, with the bones on it. It does look cool, and those are actual three D modeled bones. So the hunter cloak on the back has three D modeled bones that are tied to it, hanging to it, full on predator style. It it looks really cool. I, I bet the Do you running think when we move around, we'll hear like little clinking. Of the oh, bones. that would be cool, <laughs> dude. Oh, one can imagine. The weapons we don't uh, look. We don't need to go into all the perks. If you guys want to read about them, you can. There's normal mode. There's heroic mode, and then there are challenges. So whenever all this new patch stuff comes out, we can data mine certain aspects of it, and we've been able to see a basically a modifier for Goal Garoth Challenge, Oryx Challenge, and War Priest Challenge. We don't know what hmm. these challenges are, um, but they are modifiers, basically, uh, or they look like modifiers. They have the same emblem next to them like a modifier. What these are, I don't know. But I'm very curious to see because there's tick marks for all of the raids and the difficulties and the bosses and that stuff. And it looks like the challenges factor into that. What do you think these could be? Well, in the strike reveal, they talked about um, variability in the encounters, right? You enter a new area. It could be fallen. It could be hive. It could be taken. It could be cabal. It could be both or all of them or none of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would be really cool if they added some type of variability to the raid, right? Mm -hmm. So depending on the challenge mode um, determines which enemies or bosses spawn in um, non-specific areas, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Think of like the Thrall Abyss in Crotazen. The very first time you jump down the Hellmouth, there's just a bunch of Thrall fighting you right Mm -hmm. if you do a specific challenge there would be maybe an ogre that spawns halfway through and you actually have to either kill him or ignore him to continue on the thing yeah or if you have to you have to kill him on your way to the top of the abyss um to complete that challenge mode something like that i think that would be pretty cool absolutely 
The difficulty for Heroic Mode is level 42. Heroic Mode is the new hard mode, basically. Uh, reminder that the basically the one level gap in year one between the AI and the player was pretty big uh, in terms of how much damage they would do. It's not the same in year two, so level 42 it shouldn't have the same spooky kind of feeling, but I thought that was cool they revealed that. They also talked about the new consumables. Do you want to tell us about Indomitable Light, Valorous Light, and the Moldering Shard? Sure, yeah. Sorry for that little pause. Uh, Indomitable Light increases likelihood of weapons and armor drops for your next King's Fall foe. Valorous Light, which is only available in heroic mode, increases, or used in heroic mode, increases likelihood of weapon and armor drops from your next heroic King's Fall foe. Excuse me. And then Moldering Shard, which is, um, think of the same archetype of Ascendant Shards and Radiant Shards. Um, extra rewards will be granted when defeating Oryx in King's Fall Raid with at least 20 of these. And then Heuristic Light grants an additional Moldering Shard when conquering a full foe in King's Fall. Very cool. So the two lights, the Indomitable and the Valorous Light, both of them operate in the way that you activate this consumable and it increases your drop chances for armor and weapons after beating the next King's Fall boss. Valorous Light is for the heroic mode. What's really cool here is the Moldering Shard, and you need 20 of them. And when you have 20 of them, you beat Oryx in the raid. Extra rewards will be granted to you. And what's interesting, Diddy brought up the Heuristic Light. These are what give you additional Moldering Shards, and you get these by conquering people in King's Fall, or at least that's what we believe. That's how you're going to earn these Heuristic Lights, which will give you more of the Shards. So our theory on the whole thing is we don't think there's going to be a weekly limit on heuristic light which means if you go into the raid you did it you beat all the bosses you had your weekly drops if you don't know you can only get weapon and armor drops once per week like each time you beat a boss that drop is on the weekly reset if you do it again you won't have anything come from that boss but the idea here is that heuristic light would just continue to drop throughout the week so if you're helping other groups you're continuing to raid there's a benefit for you because you could be stacking heuristic light which could lead to moldering shards and let's say you beat and you run through the raid a bunch of times in the first week you get your 20 shards next time weekly reset happens you beat orcs you get extra stuff that's a really cool idea for reviving raid culture don't you think diddy yeah exactly and the fact that heuristic light it and the other lights are consumables think of those little pyramids that drop from defeating yellow bar enemies right either seeds house banners black wax idols um, all of that stuff silken codex any anything that drops from different enemies in everywhere in destiny from yellow bar enemies those are consumables right i imagine the the lights consumables in the taken king are going to be exactly that they're going to be those little pyramids that drop from defeating those enemies and they're not going to be loot drops so i think that's the difference there yeah Looking forward to that. I'm raid culture, man. I'm very excited to move back into an era where people raid. That's I like doing Crotazen every single week with the group and House of Wolves. I kind of lost that flavor because no, once we finished our Prison of Elders, we were done. You know, after the first five <laughs> weeks, we really just didn't see a reason to go back in there. No real rewards, and it just wasn't that uh, 
I don't know, enjoyable through repeat experiences for me at least. Let's hop, oh wait, yeah, we have one more piece. There's a link on our website for the Taken King exotic weapons, Planet Destiny, Data Mind, all these bad boys. They look really cool. Diddy, what are some of the ones you're looking forward to? Uh, it's a big list, guys, so if you want to know more about them before it comes out, definitely check out the link on our website. I want that new hand cannon. The I'm Ace. calling it the Ace Moon. The Ace Moon? It's like <laughs> a hawk, hawk moon. moon. Yeah, the Ace Moon, and I don't remember the perks of it, but it's it's just awesome. Like, I'm a hand cannon guy. I will always be a hand cannon guy, and um, people have speculated that um, since it's got the spades and Cade 6 has spades on his armor, people are um, thinking that the uh, this hand cannon is... Cade sixes. So cool. I think that's going to be really awesome. Yes, the Ace of Spades. It has third eye. It has Firefly, which is crazy. That's you know Firefly returning to hand cannons. That's pretty cool. And it has Maverick, which means precision kills move one round from your ammo reserves into the magazine. That makes me feel like it's kind of Hawk Moon esque. You know that kind of procky feeling with this hand cannon. Return to sender. Mm-hmm. So yep. Interesting. yeah. Interesting. I'm with the chaperone too. The chaperone is oh, the new shotgun, right? The shotgun flip. The the spin. It's oh, the chaperone is also the shotgun that's in the live action trailer, I believe, that uh, was mm-hmm. shown for the Taken King reveal. It fires something different than actual buckshot, right? It fires a slug. It fires a single shotgun slug. So there's no uh, kind of hitting with the shotgun. You either hit it or you miss it. Mm-hmm. And the survivor perk, three rapid precision kills while born on the road is active will return two rounds to the chamber. And that's interesting. The other perk is um, the Roadborn. Precision kills briefly grant bonus handling, range, and precision damage with the weapon. Interesting. This sounds like a PvE monster shotgun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Because uh, it says briefly grants bonus handling. Briefly is like three seconds. Because I think Crowd Control has a briefly in the description as well. And Crowd Control lasts for three seconds. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's awesome. I like them. I think there was one other one. I can't remember what it's called right now. So, oh, the Telesto. The Telesto looks really cool. The Telesto looks really cool. Indeed. Let's hop into our topic. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by Vanguard. Uh, this week, we're going to give you our brief feedback on 2.0. After one week of play, we don't have our Taken King weapons yet, but the new PvP sandbox, the questification, and the UI changes, as well as some other things. Diddy, what stands out to you briefly as your feedback for 2.0? Um, in terms of the UI and just the general flow of things, the questification and the bounties are awesome. I really like, you know, having a reason to visit people in the tower and a reason to going out into the different locations in Destiny and completing different tasks for guaranteed reward. Mm-hmm. We've been we've been crying for this for ever since Destiny launched. Like I want a guaranteed reward and they finally implemented that into the game, especially with the faction stuff. When you reach uh, like faction level 25 i think yep, it's 25 you get that you get that faction quest line for guaranteed faction rewards and like that's amazing and then the bounties right the bounties are a lot easier to complete and we can have 16 of them yep that's that's so that's nice a huge thing yeah i pick up all the crucible bounties in a day i get them done in like two or three matches and if i'm not a big pvp guy 
that's a big thing, right? I don't have to do it for a very long time to get those, um, to get that experience and get those rewards. And then like in the middle of a PVP match, if I complete a bounty and I need to upgrade one of my weapons with that experience, I just turn it in immediately and I get that extra perk or something. It's like, really nice. Huge. I, I think the weekly crucible bounty is going to occupy the spot of some more difficult bounties because mm-hmm. as you stated, the new crucible bounties, you can basically wrap them all up in about two or three games. I mean, you can, I remember my first game in, I had four bounties pop and it was like, oh, that's really nice. It's cool. <laughs> so I think the new weekly crucible bounty when it arrives is going to fill that spot of some of those harder, more grindy type things. But you do bring up a great point there. The UI is much cleaner. I like it quite a bit. It feels sharp. The new, um, what is the navigator called? I'm totally forgetting. The director. Thank you. The director is beautiful as always. Whoever builds their star charts just (laughs) as I would buy one of those in poster format if I could. Uh, Weapon balance wise, what'd you feel about this week in PVP? Pulse rifles. That's what I felt. A lot of pulse rifles. Yeah. That's, That's the thing now and i love it we predicted it man i do remember talking about that back in our patch 2.0 notes you know yeah it's kind of sad that uh the last word is not the king it once was because i love that gun uh but it does feel a lot less effective feels more like a close quarters hand cannon now yeah um thorn definitely changed um it definitely feels different right Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like the scout rifle anymore yeah you know um it's definitely a little bit tighter i'm gonna say um yeah i'm not gonna say close quarters but i'm gonna say tighter there um shotguns a little bit of a nerf but everybody still seems to love them um especially because uh the new maps are very tight close quarters um, so shotguns are definitely going to prevail there but i've definitely seen a comeback of fusion rifles as well because of arms day uh, the fusion rifle that banshee uh let us try out it's it's a beast i love it nice yeah i tried out the haka four shot pulse rifle and i enjoyed it but boy oh boy that gun needs some (laughs) stability perks on it because it's like all over the place man it's just a white tier gun come on i know i shouldn't be hating uh messenger all fate really enjoying those weapons surprised to see hopscotch pilgrim kind of got knocked down a mark out of quite a few viewers this week disappointed because they work so hard to get their hopscotch and it's like yeah with the new Taken King weapons arriving, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the sandbox is going to shape and change, because I really doubt we're going to be playing mainly with our year one weapons in PvP <laughs> once we find some of these new perks and new perk combinations that you can have on year two weapons. I, I really like it. I thought it was a great, fresh experience, reason to hop into PvP. I liked the quests, and I'm just, it's a way to set the stage for year two in a great way. I think Bungie is starting to learn with the Dark Below. They had people invading early. You had the Blades of uh, Crota showing up early. House of Wolves, you had the frenzied packs that would show up uh, a week early, and and they gave us a reason to just sort of get excited and tease this new event. And the PvP, um, basically, that we got to play this last week on the new maps. All in all, very pleased. I don't think I have any complaints, honestly. I mean, I'm sure in about a month I will, but for right now, <laughs> I'm celebrating and enjoying the fact that year two is basically here. So, any closing thoughts? No. I mean, just like you said, as once we find the new thorn of the Taken King, it's it's going it to get annoying. And it will happen. People yeah. are going to find it. The new Galhorn, right? Mm-hmm. The sleeper stimulant is 
supposedly the new Gallarhorn, but we don't know yet. We haven't played with it. Uh, we haven't done the stats yet, but we're going to find those weapons. Swords. swords. Yeah. PvP, oh my god. Dude. Swords are going to be so much fun. Sword battles. Oh my god. Can sword clashing sword come battles. back, please? Oh. That would be amazing. I wonder what um, happens if like you hit a dude who's blocking. Do you get like a knockback? Like, <laughs> oh man. That would be really cool, but that would make for some nice montages as well. Yeah. But the um I really like the fact that they did a crucible preview because all the previews before all the other DLCs have been PvE world events, like we've said, Blades of Crota, Pack of Wolves, and the fact that 2.0 did a massive weapon update, it's actually really nice they did the Crucible preview, so we can test out all these changes and find out what's going to happen. I have a feeling the Hakka pulse rifles are going to be, or just the Hakka weapons in general, are going to be stronger than most because they have the more perks, right? Suros has the two trees of uh, options and only one perk. Haka has the three, I think, and Amalon has the standard two with one tree of selectable perks. Uh, plus, they fire three rounds in each burst. Is the damage normalized? We don't know exactly, so... You mean four rounds in each burst? What did I say? Three? Oh, yeah. You but I, I knew meant. what you meant. I will say this. <laughs> it's not the size of your perk tree that matters, Diddy. It's how you use your perk tree that matters. That's a t-shirt if we ever need it. (laughs) All right, let's hop into... It came from Twitter! It's the part of the show where we answer your questions and you ask them at Destiny the Show. The first up is at Nick Flo. Hey guys, I heard some people already got their pre-order bonuses for the Taken King. Did you all get them? And where do they come from? I bought the basic version of the Taken King, uh, so I don't know, but they're bugged for some people. Diddy knows all about this. Explain it. Yeah, Bungie released an announcement saying that some people were getting their pre-order bonuses before intended. So um, some people have the Soros emblem and uh, shader, I think Oh, I got those because I pre-ordered it, but yeah, I got those from special deliveries. Yeah, so they'll be in special deliveries once we get them. Yeah, or the Postmaster, whatever the... I think it's yeah. So if you are if you were eligible for those rewards and you didn't get them, you will get them on the fifteenth. Yes. Yeah, that goes for everybody, including collector's edition and legendary and blah blah all that stuff. So up next is at Ghastly Magic. Do you guys think Bungie is going to update the loot drops for both of the old raids and Prison of Elders to keep them relevant? Diddy. Um. I don't think they're going to update with year two weapons. So all of year one content or um, what, what's it called? Events. So let me say this. All year one activities. raids. Activities. Yeah, Thank you. Maybe, Jeez, yeah. I can't, can't think today. All year one activities will have year one drop chances. So all the exotic drop chances in each raid and prison of elders will drop year one exotics. What? With the inclusion of, if you're on Xbox, the PlayStation exclusive exotics will be in those loot tables as well. Yep. Um, but you won't get, like, the chaperone in Vault of Glass. I don't think that's going to happen. Nope. And they've already said that with Prison of Elders, the only thing that they're going to change is there's going to be, like, more coins that drop in that activity. You won't see them going back and adding new weapons. And the, uh, the Elder Cypher weapons can drop from the big chests. Okay, gotcha. 
Up next is at Pepper John. Hey guys, love the compact info-driven shows. Has it been confirmed if Xbox will get the PlayStation exclusives with the update? No, we will get our PlayStation exclusive. Like the chance for that stuff to drop is when the Taken King hits, which is on September 15th. We did get the exclusive uh, maps for PvP, and I believe we unlocked the exclusive strikes. Did we not, Diddy? Uh, the okay. Because I think so, Undying yeah. Mind was in the playlist this week for X1 users. Yes, this is true. Okay. So this past week, we did get to experience the um, exclusive strikes, which is the Dust Palace and Undying Mind, and the Exodus Blue multiplayer. Which map rocks. With taken oh. with, yeah, Exodus Blue is one of my favorites, and map. I'm really glad I get to play it on Xbox now. Um, but once the Taken King launches, that's when Xbox finally gets the exclusive weapons mm-hmm. from this past year. Mm, very cool. Uh, at Indio Techno, say you run three different classes. What class do you run in the Taken King first to unlock and max newest subclasses? Night Stalker. You're doing Night Stalker first, I could assume. Absolutely. The supportive capabilities of Night Stalker have unknown, um, pff, unknown potential. and unlimited potential for the King's Fall raid. Yeah. That's my reasoning. That's, I'm, I'm doing Night Stalker because of the raid. That's that's the reason. So, yeah, for sure. For PvP, Titan, dude. Oh my gosh, hammers, hammers and mayhem. Yeah, give that to me now. <laughs> I'm doing Stormcaller first because I do want to relive or just try and reenact Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> Unlimited power and just zap stuff. But I will do the Night Stalker second. I'm oh pretty sure. Oh my god. What? Oh my god, I just had the most brilliant thought, and it's probably never going to happen, but this is the biggest bungee please ever. Say you have an arc sword that you can block arc damage with. Oh gosh, I know where this can is going. You, can you block a Stormcaller's super <laughs> so we can reenact oh, that, gosh. that episode three scene with Mace Windu? And then you and can Emperor like Palpatine. push the sword out, do your uppercut, and it flings oh the, the shock back on me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Bungie, please Bungie, let us please. do that. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y DTS, and I'll be streaming all week, as I said at the beginning of the show, on Twitch.tv slash Destiny the Show. Excellent. Head to our website at DestinyTheShow.com. For all the links from today and more, please check out our friends and supporters of the show, DestinyTracker.com, for all the best stat tracking and a lot of other cool stuff on their website. Website. Blah, 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 blah. You can follow us at Destiny the Show on Twitter. I am at BBK Dragoon on Twitter and YouTube.com slash BBK Dragoon. Guardians, have a really fun time in the Taken King this week. And give us your feedback on Twitter, because we are definitely talking about it next week. Eyes up, looking forward to the future, and good luck slaying Oryx. Mm-hmm.